Okay. Y- yes, please. I need your help, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I only trust you because you're the one who helped me to get Ben 7 in writing, honestly speaking. <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to the IELTS podcast. Learn from tutors and ex-examiners who are masters of IELTS preparation. Your host, Ben Worthington. Hello there. This podcast is all about IELTS Academic Task 1 and we're going to look at a lot of different parts of the exam but basically um, it's going to be an absolute value bomb of tips, advice, phrases and sentences you can use to boost your score. So let's get straight into this. Now when you approach the um, task one what you want to do is you've got the question in front of you and you can probably see the graph title you need to first of all underline the keywords um, circle some of the words put some arrows on there make some notes identify the largest the smallest the biggest the most significant the stable the unstable the changing parts, the sudden increases, the key features. That's what you're going to look at first because from there we're going to make a plan. The next stage what you want to do is try and think of some of the verbs you're going to incorporate. Use the ones that come to your mind first. And if you're stuck, try and think of the opposites of those verbs as well. And this will help you expand your vocabulary that you're going to use in your description. So if we see um, from the first initial stage and we see the chat in front of us and we see a surge in a certain period of time, what's the opposite of a surge? The opposite of a surge is a plunge. Okay, And like I just said, maybe we've got some stable parts and got unstable parts. So this is how we can start expanding our answers, increasing our grammatical range and vocabulary. And you can do this not only with the adjectives, but also with the adverbs. So as we were saying before, we've got to to identify the trend. So here's some tips for helping you do that. Okay, have a look at the pattern over time. Look for the noticeable parts or components of the graph. Try and state what's been, what's happening, what happened. Okay. And try and identify the different occurrences for the different groups or the different countries actually in the graph. And get almost like a mini summary each of the different ones and if you can obviously group the ones that have similar patterns now now we've roughly made a plan and we've roughly identified what vocabulary we're going to be using what I want you to look at is your paragraph structure and once again um, we're going to follow the golden rule basically of explanations which is we're going to go from the general to the specific and a good guideline 
especially for IELTS Academic Task 1, is to start off your first sentence in your paragraph, in your, um, probably not your introduction, but your body paragraph. And we will not start with a number because a number is very specific. What we're going to do is state sort of like one of the changes and then either put a comma and then back this up with a number sentence which shows the specific figures or we could even just put full stop and explain it again but in more detail but with the numbers and this is why you need a large extensive vocabulary to avoid repetition right so let me give you an example you could start paragraph one by saying um, the clearest trend is the increase in oil production between 1930 and 1960 full stop or um, you could put a comma and then you could say something like um, this is clearly illustrated probably wouldn't use clear because we've just used clear before so we could say um, this is illustrated by the surge in production from Saudi Arabia which at the beginning of the period started at 50,000 barrels per day and ended the period in 2010 with a peak of 80,000 barrels per day. Can you see we've gone from general to specific and to help us with that we used our numbers. Okay, so keep your numbers for second part of the sentence or even better the second sentence separately. Okay, and keep that, it's probably a good idea to keep that trend going, not keep that trend, just to keep that style throughout the essay. Of course, um, you can't do it for every single one because there'll be a lot of repetition, but as a general rule, we're going, we're going to go from general to specific, and that means describing it, then backing it up with numbers. Now, when we're actually describing it, we're going to need some very specific vocabulary. And this is vocabulary that's probably overlooked by a lot of tutors and by a lot of textbooks. And it's not until you actually see it that you realize it's useful. So grab a pen if you haven't already. And let's try and make this into a very active tutorial for you, which will increase the chances of you learning it. And you're going to um, uh, learn and actually probably remember just by writing it down, this vocabulary that I'm, not, I'm, got, that I'm going to tell you now. Okay, so the vertical axis, okay? This is the, um, the like baseline. If you're in sciences already, you probably know this, but if not, it's good to know. And uh, not the baseline, sorry, it's the uh, vertical one, of course, is going from uh, down to, from, <laughs> from base to the top, okay? Then the horizontal axis is the base, okay? Uh, as we say in the UK, X to the decks and Y to the sky so the y is the vertical and the x is the horizontal one usually 
And here's the vocabulary that I wanted to share. The curve, the solid line, the dotted line, the broken line. Yeah, write these down because if you get a line graph and it's got a dotted line, shaded line, a broken line, um, unless you've heard this, unless you took note, then it's pretty difficult to explain what you're going to be writing about. Okay, so let's go again. The curve, the solid line, the dotted line, the broken line, the shaded area. That's useful. The shaded area. What's the opposite of the shaded area? The unshaded area. Or if we wanted to increase our variety, we could say the unshaded section. Also, the dotted column the colored segment that would be useful for pie charts and um, the colored segment the colored portion and then for the bar chart we can obviously say the red bar the blue bar the yellow bar the drinking bar <laughs> all right um some other useful phrases um and these will be for expressing approximation which is one of the things that i teach in the IELTS academic task one online course available at sentenceguide.com and this is basically a way to increase the variety in your sentences and it avoids your work becoming tedious by mentioning every single detail what we can do is increase the variety by using these expressions of approximation Let's have a look. So we can say just under half, um, well over, uh, well over a fifth, um, nearly a tenth, approximately 50,000, round about 20,000, around 25,000, just under a quarter. Okay, useful phrases that increase the variety and will probably boost our score. Some other useful points. Um, if we're describing the chart, we will want to use adjectives and some adverbs. And some of these, are especially if we want to describe the speed of a change. Okay, so we can say um, rapid, quick, swift, sudden. Okay, there was a sudden rise in employment in the 1990s. Yeah, and this is the rate of the speed of change or the rate of change. Now then, here's some more very useful information. Okay, do not include everything that's on that graph. Okay, pick out the main points group the similarities and always describe the largest the biggest and always describe the smallest or the exception always because this is going to give you the overview okay the general trend if you're picking out the extremes and it's also going to give you a valuable opportunity to use the superlatives which will increase your grammatical range and accuracy. So that's an absolute killer tip. Next one, never ever write 
like this. The line went up in 1993. Or the bar went down uh, to 50,000 in Jordania or wherever. Okay? Don't write like that. What you want to do is be more specific and say um, the amount of people um, the amount of people in employment in 1993 rose significantly okay and that's very important because it's not you're not conveying much information if you're talking about bars and lines and portions okay so that's a very valuable tip um, next one do not put your opinion in there okay don't put something like as you can see or um, to conclude the oil price went up probably because of global instability during this period okay the graph didn't mention anything about global instability the question didn't ask about anything of what caused the trade changes it just asked describe the changes so avoid it even if you know why avoid it all we want to do is describe what's in front of you what's on the chat and the final one do not start your sentences with any of the uh, any of the conjunctions don't start with but so also and for since because although i mean some of those can start sentence with actually however as a general rule this it's um yeah as a general rule don't because they do require some certain instructions and guidelines to follow and it's rather tedious and you're not even going to pick up that many extra points for starting your sentence with them but you are going to run the risk of losing points so just as a practical guideline avoid it play it safe if you do want to do it, if you do want to incorporate those, do it when you're practicing your writing, when you're getting feedback from um, your IELTS tutor, and that's the time to experiment. Do not experiment in your IELTS exam. Right, I'm pretty sure that was um, valuable for you. I wanted to make it as short and snappy as I could so as not to waste your time. Hopefully you were taking notes. If you feel that you want to take your improvement to the next level and you want to start getting feedback and you want to be actively improving your chances of passing the IELTS exam. And these are skills that will not only help you get your IELTS exam, but will also help you in your future because you're going to need your writing skills for job applications, university applications, and for internal communication in the company or organization where you're working. So investing in improving your writing skills is not only going to help you pass the IELTS exam, it's also going to help you in your future. And that's one of the reasons why in the sentenceguide.com program, it's pretty much mandatory that you have to do your writing, okay? That you get feedback 
and that you're improving because it's the fastest way to improve and it's the most practical as well okay you write the essay submit it get feedback and that's the fastest way to improve okay have a great day and sign up to the IELTS podcast if you need any help and you get even more resources more tips more help there and just keep on going keep pushing and eventually you will pass the IELTS exam all the best IELTSpodcast.com